Today is July 25th, and the Yankees just wrapped up a wild three-game set in Minnesota. They win the back end of the series to keep their lead in the American League East, to keep their lead as the best team in the history of history. This is Talking Yanks, so let's do that. Let's talk Yanks. All right, what's up, everybody? Thank you for hitting play, hanging out with us today, stopping by as we discuss the series that was. It was fucking wild. We didn't have getaway day, so we are recording this at 1210 a.m., which sucks because I feel like I haven't slept in about 12 days. My name is John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey, and I got my best friend and co-host Jake coming to us from Denver, wearing a nice polo. Looks like he showered today. I'm happy with him. How you doing, Jake? Yeah, Jim, I, I knew this would be a big episode, so I actually did. You and I have talked about this before. I did the shower before the game. Um, oh. I know I used... I you used to do that before hockey. I I do that before a big soccer game. Couple basketball games. I know just saying that I played basketball games, I'm gonna get a couple mean tweets about my height, and that's fine. Hey, how'd you fare in the basketball games being so short, you midget? I think we can all picture it pretty well, knowing me at this point. There was a lot of hustle and not a lot of baskets. Ground and that's game. Fine. You used to just uh, roll the ball. Of- roll, used to roll the ball just to dive on it. If you are a basketball fan, I'd compare it to a fat Tony Parker. A lot of European layups you don't see in a lot of good basketball games. But, Jim, I'm, uh, I'm doing well, man. We are still riding this kind of crazy high um, that is due to everyone listening and everyone on the Twitter sphere and the Internet. Um, it has been just crazy times for talking Yanks, talking baseball. We're excited for that on Friday. And I mean, what a series, man. And it's, uh, dude, I've got a couple things from the first game that are going to blow your mind um, just because that seems so long ago. Midway through this series, we kind of watched like 22 straight innings of bad Yankees baseball because we had the Rockies punk game. We went down early in game one. We went down early in game two. We end up having one of the craziest and best baseball games you'll ever see. And here we are winning the series against the Twins. Um, crazy that they played this series in London, but you have to adjust. And uh, here we are, Jimbo Slice. So how, how are you doing, man? I thought the Red Sox were nuts for accepting home games in London. And now the Twins are here doing the same exact thing. I'm good, dude. I'm good. I uh, So much is going on. Because every aspect of what we've been doing is blowing up. And uh, it's interesting to see who reaches out and now wants, wants in. Oh, I, ha- I, didn't, I forgot to congratulate you. On? Commissioner O'Brien. Oh, yeah. Kenny Rose. Our, our, our new friend, Ken Rosenthal, who we heard from a, a reliable source, is a big fan of yours, said, uh, John Boy for commissioner. Yeah. Um, so congrats. Yeah. That's one vote. And 
And I, uh, as you saw, I have decided to take Joe Torrey's role as assistant to the commissioner, where just three days a year, like the All-Star game, the start opening day, and the World Series, Joe Torrey shows up, they put the mic in front of him, and he just goes, we're still putting out a great product, huh? Yeah, I didn't accept your application instead. What's that? I didn't accept your application, and instead I have you sitting in the corner of my office with your feet in a tub of melted butter. (laughs) I couldn't believe you went there. I couldn't believe Ken Rosenthal reached out, and you went as weird into the joke well as you could. But that's talking Yanks, babe. And uh, (laughs) Uh. thank, thank you, everyone, for letting us go into the weird joke well. And Jim, do we have some people we need to thank today for leading us into the joke well? A whole bunch of people sponsored this episode a whole slew of fantastic people starting with victor mejia i like that v v me vic may me v me <laughs> uh cameron wrist camry you like him yeah you drive a camry no me neither pd krautzer krutzer krutzer maybe yeah sure tyler elkin Telk. 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 Jack Calandra. Like that a lot. Oh, I'm Cassandra. Sean McLaughlin. We got a Mick. Yeah, we haven't had a Mick in a long time. Huge in the Irish community. Or Scottish. Sean McLaughlin. This is a this is a fun name. Can you say McLaughlin for me? You kind of got to let the clock go deep in your throat. You want the full clock? Sean McLaughlin. Almost gag yourself with the clock. Yeah, uh, Damien. You're this next name. It's awesome. Damien Zamuder. Zamoiter. Damien Zamoiter. Yeah, I don't Zemoiter. know. A lot, a lot of fun letter dynamics there. Riley Shull. Riley Shull. That's a good Texas quarterback name. Jason Booth. What's that? Oh, you're playing playing those boys from South like this way. Who? Riley Shull. Well, then Jason Booth's a good offensive lineman court name. Yeah, I'll try getting around Jason Booth on that left side. Austin. Am I going cross-eyed, or are there three C's there? I had to type that wrong. I think you put in three C's there. We're going Pet- Petchia. Petchia, Mark Scalzo, Eric Scalzo, Ludvigsen. Fuck. Ludvigsen, yeah, something like that. Getting some de- I'm getting decision fatigue on these names, so sorry. Bill, Bill Coyley, Coyley, Evan, Evan Blondman. Man. That's cool. And Caitlin yeah. Barber. Yes. K-Barbs. Who Thank are these you. people, Jim? They're most recent Patreon sponsors. We appreciate them very much. They support us. It's $2 a month. You get early access, live access. You can hang out in the chat. Chat was here early, Jake. Regular regular crew. They were guessing who our prides are going to be, which I think is very fun for me to watch. Uh, you can do that. You get the video access to every show if you want. You get um, a chance to win two jerseys from Affordable Jerseys each month. And there's still a contest going on. Three people that will be off the team. Three people that will be on the team that aren't on the team now. If you go comment that under episode 306, I want to say. Yeah, I was going to say 305, 306, something like that. Yeah, you'll see all the other comments. Uh, Whoever has the most names correct, going to need to organize all those guesses soon. So, yeah, thank you very much for everyone that supports us. Patreon.com slash Talking Yanks. Let's get into the nitty gritty, Jake. Holder got called up and then got sent down. Yeah, I have a I, I have a fun fact. I didn't know when I was going to drop it, Jimmy. Okay. Um, I, I guess I'll drop it now. 
um, and it it gave away the the hint. But there were only two Yankee pitchers this series that pitched an inning or more and didn't give up an earned run. Canely and Holder. Canely and Holder. Heyo. So there's a uh, there's there's some early analytics from from Jakey stats. Nanalytics. It's almost non-analytics. Yeah, non-analytics. 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 Non-analytics, because you're the shape of my grandma. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you. Hold, Holder called up. Holder sent down because we we needed a. Uh, the Nestor show came back. Cameron yeah. Maben rehabbing Jim. Yeah, that's exciting, and Mikey T playing for his job. I mean, Mikey Talkman's been a phenomenal baseball player since May 5th. Mikey Talkman, Michael, Michael Talkman hasn't been good. He's been great. Since like May, did you see Katie Sharp's tweet since May 5th? She, she said it in Sharp Stats, which hopefully you guys listen to. And if you haven't, should. Uh, it's the episode before this. I was but too busy I, puking. Yeah, you uh you had some belly issues going on. Um Jimmy's got a seafood thing going on. So any of our seafood doctors reach out and uh we're going to need you to check out John I, Boy's I got, belly. I got I got I got got. I was like pliable makes me sick. Don't get me the seafood from pliable. My mom, my sister, like even you and Katie were like, "Nah, you're wrong. They buy me pliable, tell me to eat it." I'm like, "I think this makes me sick." They were like, no, just eat it. So I eat it, and then I'm, I'm, I'm kissing the toilet the next day. It's Don't like, let me fuck? in. I defended the shrimp. Okay. You thought you had something wrong with shrimp. Not all shrimp, just that specific shrimp. It's seafood from Pliable. Um, anyway, anyways, I got, I got, got it. about Jimmy's stomach, but Mike, Mikey Talkman has had like the, the third best war. I think it was like trout. And and someone else who's incredible or projected war or something like that. He's been incredible. He had a huge at bat in this series that I'm sure we're going to talk about. But uh, yeah, Maben comes back in AAA, and I think he had a huge game. He hit a home run. Uh, so it's uh, man, it's it's a wonderful time of the year. Uh, all of our starting pitchers did bad, especially right when the deadline's coming up, and everyone wants to talk about that anyways. So that's just fuel to the fire. Um, I don't know any I, anything. Oh, Gary got hurt, so Higgy's on the team. Yeah, Higgy, Higgy, Higgy. Can't you see? Which is interesting because Kratz is in the minors. He's on our team now, and I like me some Kratz. We like the Kratz, huh? Yeah, Mennonite Masher. I just Kratz my pants. Um, I'll say this, Higgy is uh he's a really good his know how we when Brandon Drury came up we loved his mannerisms at third base yeah Higgy is a professional in the dugout oh you think so his dugout mannerisms like the different things he does with his hat and just where he points and stuff on the field he is a professional he could act in a movie how someone should act in a baseball dugout Good for him. That's great news. That's huge. So huge he's a uh, he's on the team. What do you have thoughts on the Gary injury? Do we know enough yet? Oh no, I don't have a sense of if it's bad or not. Gary said it felt different than last year when he was out for a while. So and and it and it came back as a grain grade one. So it shouldn't be that long, but I, I would I would guess a month. And not not to use the classic uh, all star break line, but who there are. 
Welcome times to not be playing baseball and times you wish you could keep playing baseball. Gary <laughs> needed a break. He was in a slump, and then he was just getting the baseball gods turned on him. I mean, in, in these two games, he hit three balls. He absolutely scorched three balls for outs. Yeah. So and uh, it was it was so it looked Gary, like he was just uh, about to get it back a little bit, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, he was making good contact, but uh, he'll he'll get away for a little bit. Spin zone uh, when he comes back. Hopefully, he'll be rested for games that matter. Um, I'm I'm not gonna do any timeline stuff. I want to hear something first, but uh, and not the worst time to get some time off for Gare Bear. No, and the row show will row in. To Boston. How did Minnesota not even know about it? Minnesota, whatever. That's the whole series. I like Minnesota. Like, if you had to say uh, a thumbs up or thumbs down on Minnesota fan base and their whole vibe of an organization, maybe it's because we own them, so they're not a threat. I love that stadium. It's cool. It's one of my want-to-go-tos. Whatever that, that felt like London, the music... The PA playing New York, New York, New York, the ball just flying everywhere. Every pitcher coming in and struggling. It felt just like London. Even Didi said it. Yeah, I uh, it, it it was bizarre a little bit. I mean, the fly balls that would just go were Glaber's home nuts. run. In, Glaber's home run in game three just kept going. Yeah. Um, yeah, it felt like the ball would disappear for a short period. Like yeah. it felt. It felt like there was a layer of the stadium where there was like a zero gravity zone, and if you got it there, it was gone. Yeah, um, yeah and I, uh, I don't know. Like I, I was able to laugh when they were doing New York, New York the first game, but I, I was telling you in the pregame shows, like they poked the bear, and then the bear ripped their face off, and uh, I, I was having some fun with some twins. You know, after they won game two, which I mean, we, we are going to talk a lot about. Um, you know, I casually commented i was hot on twitter this week what can i say jim wow. we're hot wow. um and i commented i was like hey do you still have new york new york still queued up on the pa system and uh obviously the yankee fans like that i was running hot and then a couple twins fans came in and like whoa you guys get so oh hey there you guys get so caught up in that just a song wow and I was like, well, if you're going to play the song, like, let's dance a little bit. Like, take a little of the egg on your face. Let's have some fun here. So, um, I don't know. They, uh, they poked the bear, and the bear came back a little bit. I poked the bear, and the bear won. That'd be a good country song. Let's burn game one, Jake. Time to burn, kid? Time to burn. On your mark. Get set. Burn. Jim, not amateur north feet, but veteran south paws as CC. You'll know when I'm talking to you, Sabathia versus Ricky Martin Perez as the division leaders. We're about to live La Vida Loca in this three-game set in the land of 10,000 lakes. Polanco and Cruz shout out their favorite rapper from the great north as they go back-to-back. Two-nothing twins after one. Gio. As Urshela hits a solo shot, the pinstripe parrot ties it with an RBI single. But Jim, the Twins score three in the third on a catcher's interference and two fielder's choice. Gross. 5-2 Twins. Minnesota, we introduce your highness, Louis Linwood Voigt. 
solo shot for the King. But the Twins, all in all, would have five home runs this game. The Machine homers late. Talkman played an RBI, but it wouldn't be enough, Jim. Yanks lose game one, eight to six. Triple play. Triple play, man. Talk about uh, and you and I, and we're we're sorry if uh, we, I already shout out sharp stats. If you're one of our heavy analytical people that like when we do that stuff, um, hey guys, uh, momentum in sports is so real, and just watch the first inning and a half of this baseball game. Yeah, yeah. What I was gonna say is a lot of people. Like the triple play happened and they were like, we suck. And my reaction was, that's just straight unlucky. Right. So like, that doesn't mean we suck in the slightest. This whole game felt like BABIB, batting average on balls in play, unluckiness to me. I didn't think any of this summed up who the Yankees were as a team in the slightest. I wasn't, I said this after like, I am, this game didn't move the needle at all for me. It was unlucky. Gary roped a ball to left field. If it's five feet to left or right, the game's tied. Then we had a bunch of other balls roped at people. We had a Gary rope, that double play ball that they turned Gary. Uh, and then that triple play ball was like, you know, that's unlucky. So it sucks. Don't get me wrong. But it, there's no way I can judge the team on uh, like unlucky plays. They were putting the ball in play. They fought back, too. They fought back to make it a game. I walked away from this game completely unfazed. I said this on the voicemail episode. So many people were freaking out. Uh, unlucky. CC was bad. CC was bad, and uh, that was bad. But Sessa was good. Holder was fun. He did a behind-the-back play. He got his luck going. But yeah, this didn't this game one I didn't care about at all. Did not like make me nervous, upset. Just like, oh fuck, that sucked. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I had told you and I was telling the internet, this just felt like the first bad loss in a while. And I guess the problem with that statement is different people quantify bad differently. Yeah, and because I don't think it's a bad loss at all, but we may be just using that term differently. Right, it's 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 how you use the word bad. Because for me, this was the first game in a while the Yankees had won but lost. Um, the Babip gods kicked in. There was a couple just lucky, like ugly plays. There was a couple times when the Yankees were ready to kick it into gear, like they they heard the New York New York music and the Twins were celebrating and having a good time, and they were like, "All right, let's show these guys what's up." And then like the Gary catcher's interference, and you're like, "Ah, that that's just sucks. That's tough." Um, yeah, that too. I couldn't even see it. That was weird. Yeah, and I, I, I saw that camera angle. I I, I kind of got it. It felt like there was a little part of the glove hidden. Anyways, um, Jim, one triple play and two triple pl- two double plays, um, which, which doesn't sound too crazy. Like, if I told you a team hit two double plays in a game, you'd say, like, okay, yeah, uh, stuff happens. Jim, if those three balls are just fouled off, like, let's go to a fake Jake world with me. Oh, told right. a lot of girls that before. Um, wow. You, foul, those three balls, double play, double play, triple A, just get fouled off. Mm-hmm. Jim, those are seven outs we have to play with. <laughs> 2.1 innings. Um, 2.1 innings. And I, I know that's not a perfect way to look at it because I phrased it with a Jakey world. But um, I, it just seemed like everything... 
you know, a couple plays a game are going to land in the good luck, bad luck bucket. Um, the majority went to the Yanks, and I mean those those double play balls. And people, when I so when I said bad game, like you said, you didn't feel bad about the loss at all because of what I'm saying. Like the Yankees yeah. looked good and could have won that game. That's why it felt bad to me. And other people came back and they were like, "Dude, the Darno loss was awful." And I was like, "Travis Darno beat us that day." Like, uh, you yeah, know, so that, that's a bad. Yeah, so that's yeah. So I'm with them. That's a bad loss. A bad loss is where um, I look and like, wow, we we really fucked that up. And I right this we I don't think we did. CC did, but other than that, I think it was just bad luck. Yeah, and I mean, when when we look back at all our starting pitching this week, we'll uh, we'll decide what we want to think about that. I think it's it's semi null and void after everything we saw this series. But um, it's it's all it's not good. But you you do have to notice everything else that went on. Uh, for me, like I I look back at the Darno game and I'm like, a dude hit three home runs. He had the day of his life against us. Um, that's kind of baseball, Susan. This uh. This felt like we did everything right except the triple play, double plays, but it, it was a loss. Minnesota was rocking. They clearly wanted this game in series, and, and they got the first one. Yeah. Talkman with three hits. DJ with three hits. I mean, that that nine, because Talkman was nine, DJ was leadoff, right? Yeah. I mean, that that was the other funny part in this game, Jim, that it was like, Certain part of our lineups, you were like, I don't think we're going to get nothing. Like, Gary was just in crazy slump mode. Uh, Hicks had a bad day. He was 0 for 5 with 3Ks. Uh, spoiler, he ends up turning around. And Voight had the solo shot, but he struck out in his other three at-bats. So that kind of, that 4 through 6 kind of felt dead. But when, I mean, Talkman and LeMayhew were coming up, you were like, all right, this is a free rally coming. Um so so there was that, but uh, Yanks lose. Yanks lose. Two losses in a row. I forgot how crazy the fan base gets uh, when this team loses two losses in a row, which is a sign of how good the team is, I guess. Yeah, it's a, it's kind of a pat on the back. It's just, and, and you and I ended up saying this on the pregame show the next day, when you punt a game and then you do lose the game one of a series, that it does suck like how much is on that game two because then it's, you are one baseball game, which you never want to decide something. You are between a three-game losing streak and losing a series, or you know you win. You're on a one-game win streak, and you can win the series tomorrow. And those are just two very different feelings in baseball. Yeah. Well, let's go to game two because it was a doozy. And could a I have lot a si- of- what? Could I have a sip of my Lacroix first. Why your hand's shaking? Yeah. Don't put your shaky hand in front of all the patrons' face. It makes us feel sad. Hey, thanks for bringing it up, man. I like when you talk about it more. I got an instant replay over here, so I'm watching it back on my other screen. It's crazy. Anyway, sure. this game, Jake, yeah, was wild, and we had a lot of people tweeting, how is yeah. Jake going to burn this? How A yeah. lot of people were excited. I'm excited. Yeah, we'll see. I uh, Obviously, I, I try to aim for these around a minute. Um, there was no chance of that. Um, we'll see if it comes under the 220. Maybe we'll end up getting the live footage on, on the Twitter sphere or Instagram because, uh, it, it literally, I think it's going to look like the scene from Boondock Saints when he was describing the firefight. Um, It was a firefight. What if it was one guy with six guns? That line's so good. Um, but, uh, (laughs) yeah, man, I mean, uh, 
in, incredible game. All right, here we go. On your mark, get set, burn. Domingo on a Marte's Herman versus Kyle Gibson guitars as he tries to strum up a win for the Twins. Top one, Didi rocks out with a two-run double. Would that be enough in this one? Buckle up, people. Minnesota would links together the next eight runs, including homers from Polanco, Cruz, and capped off from Miguel. If you know what I'm talking about, 8-2 Twins. Would that be enough? Buckle up again, people. Didi. Do you love me? Are you riding? Three-run shot for Gregorius. Twins would play another run. Nine to five, and we're working overtime. Jim, let's jump to the eighth. The Yankees would go all Russ Westbrook with triple doubles. Talk dirty to me. A judge-mandated one. The Dark Knight rises. Sir Didi for the 10-9 lead. Would that be enough? Buckle up again. So no way, Jose, as Miguel hits another 11-10 Twinkies. Would that be enough for them? Buckle up. Two outs, bottom nine. Hicks me, baby, one more time. Two-run tank job against his former mates. Would that be enough? Buckle up. Chapman loses the zone. There was a firefight. Somehow the Yankees escape, only giving up one run. Bunos, Cantos, and it's Joker Nadal in the fifth set at Wimbledon because we're tied up at 12s. The kid, the Venezuelan victor, Muchas Gracias from Caracas, the heir to the throne, the Gran Turismo. Oh, baby, Glaby. 3-0 pitch, RBI single. He scores the insurance run on a pass ball. Would that be enough? Bases hooked for the German, Max Kepler. Domingo Herman, who started this game five hours ago. It's lined into the gap. What did the guy from Arkansas name his drone? Air Hicks. Unbelievable catch by the former twin. Herman to Hale to Canely to Britton to Chapman to Vino to Green. G-Men beat the Vikings after they missed both extra points. New York 14, Twins 12 in an instant classic. <laughs> Buckle up. Oh, man. Whoo. Bravo. Ooh, child, things, things are going to be easier. Woo. Impressive. Uh, do you like the Glaber streak there? I re- That's my favorite part. I just liked all the buckle ups. Would that be enough? When, the, when Glaber, like yeah. when, when Glaber took the lead and was like, would that, I thought that was enough. And then I was like, oh no, I got, it got scary again. It kind of was not. <laughs> Dude, this was the most wild fucking game. Lindsay Adler tweeted the expected win chart, and yeah. it's so funny. Yeah, that's really good. It looks like if you were if you were to make a, a straight line with your shaky ass hand. <laughs> yeah, it probably looks like if there if there was like a heart monitor linked up to me right now. A heart monitor. That old <laughs> that old device the doctors use. <laughs> Oh man, that was fantastic. We if we if we put that burnout on the socials, it's not gonna be an edited one, just you. Yeah, no, that's that's what I'm thinking. I I Espo, shout out our guy that helps with the edited ones. I think we just will will get me dying on screen tomorrow for, for the kids. Yeah. That's great, Jake. Anyway, Thanks, so man. this game was wild. I mean I'll I have to run like- it back real quick, see what jokes you missed. Are you really doing this? 
No way, man. Okay. Are you nuts? I thought you were like going to slow read it like the, like lyrics. <laughs> like, Jeez. This is no. what I meant here. Um, yeah, man. This game was bizarre. I was on Periscope for a lot, talking out my skull. Um, had 900 people watching at one point. That was fucking wild. It's wild. I don't know where to start. Uh, Herman was terrible. Yeah, he... Um, uh, I and don't Boone, know. And Boone leaving him in was terrible. Yeah. Um, and Jim, that was... I guess that was the part that I think I tweeted out that the last 22 innings had been miserable. Because let's be honest, Jim. On Sunday... On Sunday morning, the Yankees had their sights on the Boston series. I agree with that. I, it, I, it, they rested DJ uh, in a two-run game in game one. They stayed with Sessa and Holder instead of using Otto or Britton, who needed to be used. And then yeah. in this game, uh, you know, we, we were scratching and clawing, and they stayed with Hale for a little bit. And then finally they went to Canely and Britton when we got closer, but... Uh, DJ got rested. It was very much uh, let's let's be prepared for Boston and hopefully we can win along the way. And kudos to them because their hope came true. But that's is what it felt like to me. Yeah, it was. Um, I, I I had mentioned this to you, but the the first time we saw someone out of the bullpen that would be used, um, like in a playoff series. Uh, was Tommy Canely coming in, and I think the game was nine to five, and it was just like, if we lose this game, like what what can we really say, you know? Um, but uh, yeah, man, I I I don't know where you start. Herman, he couldn't find his fastball at all. Coney was all over it. Uh, Coney and Rucco, I know we uh we suck up to them a little bit on the internet because they do real things that are cool. Um, but they actually like. Even if we weren't amigos with them, they did an incredible job in this game. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Didi, well, <laughs> I guess you could start with Didi if you wanted. Uh, seven RBIs, okay. Not even the star of this game, IMO. Right. Dude, um, okay. So the Talkman and the Judge doubles that the cameraman... Fire that cameraman, yes. I'm, I suck up the yes. Everyone at yes is so kind to us. And if that cameraman is a Talking Yanks fan, then I'm sorry. I think it was a road right. cameraman. Worst camera job I've ever seen. Every fly ball to right, There's no, we had no idea where it was. Uh, but anyway, Judge and Talkman's home runs not being home runs because they hit some weird part of that tall wall was so yeah. weird. And then Didi's did the same, right? Uh, yeah, the, the Hunger Games wall didn't help us at all. Didi's was kind of normal off the wall, but it was kind of, it was weird where everything lined up. Um, five for five from Didi with the walk, seven RBIs, um, ha have a day, kid. Um, all right, so the big then, moments of this game, the big moments of this game, Jake, was the Voight 3-2 pitch that the ump did not call a strike. If he called it a strike, we would have been like, eh, it was very borderline pitch. I think it could have went both ways. I think I'd be livid if I was the Twins. They were pretty livid, and they it weren't led, happy. It led to a rally. Void, uh, <laughs> credit to Void. I guess I don't know. He leads. The, he leads the team in uh, strike threes, looking, but also leads the team in walks. So it's kind of like what you get. But that was a big momentum killer. And then their manager, we take the lead. We have the momentum, but their manager gets ejected 
for fighting. And then their dugouts just screaming and yelling. And Sano comes right back, hits the home run. And I'm like, ah, they were like fired up. Sano takes a curtain call. Yeah. And I thought there was no coming back from that. I thought there was no coming back from that. Then, then, uh, and, and Britain, Britain, uh, got to keep Britain regular. Got to keep Britain regular. Got to keep Britain regular. Anyway, then we have two outs, right? And Talkman's up, lefty on lefty. Mike Talkman, lefty on lefty, which is almost unfair because Mike Talkman is the best hitter versus lefties that's ever played baseball. Um, but their closer, uh, Rogers, who's who's been pretty good against us. I think Talkman goes down one two, and it was a it was like a controversial pitch, and that was like you're gonna do that now, Blue. Really? Oh, oh, the, oh, Blue's Blue Zone changed after the after the berating he took. Yeah, I liked uh, <laughs> the this morning at the the day after you went through some of my tweets, and not even in context, you saw the Blue Blue dude. Tweet, your tweets, you like that, Jake. This is weird. And this is uh, yeah. your tweets were the exact same things I was saying live on Periscope. Yeah. When Chapman gave up the sack fly, which tied the game. On that was Peris- a win. On Periscope, I was like, that's the best thing that could have happened. Because now there's not a runner on third and he can get two outs and keep it tied. And your tweet was like the same thing. Like, that was a win. That was good. And I, then I, when a, you said it, blue, blue on Periscope. I said blue. Same I mean, exact you thing. Just, Very odd. You just it's like we're best friends or something. You just can't do it in that situation. Um, yeah, man. I mean, the Mikey T at bat. I mean, taking some tough pitches. He took a tough slider. He walked down to first, and he <laughs> like was yelling at the first base coach, like angry football stuff. Just he, kind he of was mad about that strike two pitch. Gonna fucking yeah, call me was. on that. You gonna fucking call that on me? Um, and Mikey T, man, he's a. Uh, we we've watched a quadruple A guy become a major leaguer in front of our eyes. He's starting like talk to the umps and stuff. It's actually kind of awesome to see where his confidence is at, and it should be because he's playing incredible baseball. Um, so Mikey T takes the walk, um, and then Jimmy. Uh, teams are happy to have Aaron Hicks on the right side with the game on the line, and twice it has burned them completely. That Hicks home run, I want to do a breakdown on it because the dugout's reaction was great. It, dude, it's a, uh, for lack of better phrase, is, uh, what was that? It's whipping your junk out and putting it on the table. Uh, yeah, I think I did the the major league two Sam Cassell just big balls. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean it's just. He just the swagger Hicks has, and then that was insane. I really thought there's no fucking chance we come back, and I'm a pretty optimistic guy. But I was like, that's the no home run, the curtain call, the ejections. They stole the momentum. Yeah, and then that was insane. You, uh, I mean, it it was almost it made so much sense with how seesaw the game is, but it made it made no sense. Uh, absolutely destroyed. Um, Hicksy, happy to be back in Minnesota. Um, the the team oh, yeah. that gave up on him for for John Ryan Murph in Arizona this year, hitting one seventy five. By the way, uh, good good for the house though. Um, I, I unbelievable. 
Yeah. Then go to the... <laughs> and then... <laughs> Otto comes in and just like bad, man. I don't get it. Well, so we, we kind of got out of order there because it was top nine Yankees tie it. Chapman comes in. He has no control. Um, fly ball, scores the run, gets out of it after that. The biggest... The biggest win ever for a blown save um, was getting to play extra innings because, I mean, Chapman couldn't throw a strike for a little bit. He couldn't throw a slider, and he couldn't throw a strike. Gets going, and then top 10, um, Glaber Torres on a 3-0 pitch. What a sick pup. Oh, I went live on video because I knew he was swinging at that. What a sick puppy. Um, he gets the RBI single. Um, gets around the horn, scores on a on a pass ball, which you were like, we needed that run so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Vino comes in. He doesn't have it as well. Um, and then Chad Bro Green comes in for four pitches, the fourth of which gets driven to the gap, and Aaron Hicks makes, um, I mean, a, a catch that you can't forget. Aaron Hicks, go buy a shirt. We got him in store. He's got two of them. Anyway, but... The move to bring Chad Green in is hilarious because Otto can't throw a strike. And it's like, your slider's nasty. We can't, like a pass ball kills us here. And uh, a walk kills us. Like, we need contact. So get Chad Green in. Chad, throw all fastballs. And let's pray good things happen when he puts the ball in play. Now, the fucking dude hit a rocket. But Hicks had a beat on it. Makes a great catch. I mean, if you want to see my true feelings, go watch the live because I lost my fucking mind. I, uh, I'm a little scared to do this. I was a little emotional. Yeah. Um, Jim, what are, what are the two position talking Yanks trivia for the end of the year? What are I mean, the two, posi- what are the two positions on a baseball field that get me, get my heart more tangled in. Yeah, if anyone doesn't know this, you lose the good listener contest. It's third base and center field. Third base and center field. Um there's still people out there that think uh I I'm not a Hicks fan, which we we crossed that early last year. <laughs> um there there were times when we didn't like his approach. He takes a lot of pitches, yada yada yada. He was great last year. He's back this year. Um Jim, we've uh, we've befriended Joe Hicks this year. Uh, we've got to watch a couple games with Tell him. Tell us about the emotions. I uh, I text, I messaged Joe Hicks. Oh no! Yeah, I messaged Joe. Oh no! Uh, I said, "Man, eleven thirty-seven p.m. Mountain Time." I said, "Man, I grew up idolizing Bernie Williams, so it was always going to be tough for me to love the next Yankee center fielder." I can't imagine what you're feeling. I can't imagine what he's feeling. Jesus. Incredible, man. Um, Jesus. So that's uh, a, so, I, a sober. Oh, man. They just threw that friendship out the window. Sober as a bird. No, he, uh, he, he liked it. He's, he's, uh, he, he was happy. We were talking today. It's whatever. But uh, that's, uh, I told you, third base and center field, my, uh, my heart gets involved. And that was uh, that home run, that catch. It's uh it's a lot for me. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. All right, let's move on to game three. All right, cool. Coming off the emotional draining night that was, had me up till three AM. 
Game three, and this is a true test because you need to win the series. If you lose the series, game two isn't that fun anymore. Honestly. I don't think so. I, I think if we lost today, we'd be sitting here like, game two was awesome. We've had our eyes on Boston. Let's get it going. Yeah, that's what I would have tried to say, but you need to win the series. Okay. Need to win the series. And game three goes like this. On your mark, get set, burn. Jay Hap versus Jake. What's that odor, Izzy? Well, Izzy, you, bro. Yanks hang a nine spot through four with alliteration being key, Jim. A DD double, a Talkman triple, Romine to right, sack fly, a Hicks homer, not Homer Hickam, hashtag October Sky, a Glaber gopher ball, Hicksy hit, RBI single, and Gregorius grooves one to the gap, 9-3 Yanks, but the Golden Gophers would rally four of their own in the fourth, 9-7 after four, should we buckle up again? No, we're hunkering down, Jims. No more runs the rest of the way until Eddie huh, Eddie Money takes us home tonight with a pimp limp around the bases. Hap to Nestor to Canely to Chapman. Yanks win 10-7 and take the series 2-1. to one. Another wild game. You're like, maybe we're going to get that's baseball Susaned and Hap's going to throw a good game and it's going to be a low-scoring game. <laughs> no, another wild game offensive, crazy game. And when we went up big, I, I tweeted, uh, we need 15 runs for me to feel like safe. And they did mount a comeback, but we held them. So that's good. Is the Nestor show. I mean, Nestor's insane. It's the Hicks show. Another Homer. It's the Didi show. It's the Glaber show. Is the Edwin show slide and Eddie slides. What's that about? Um, yeah, Eddie, uh, Eddie slides. Maybe we'll talk about that later. And Jim, I, uh, I, I, I don't want to make it a point of contention. Cause I mean, this whole series was a mess, but it's crazy. Uh, I mean, all of this is pretty much before the, f- the fifth inning started, uh, the first four innings, we had all the runs except the two guys with the most home runs this decade, a Nelson Cruz solo shot in the fifth and an Edwin Encarnacion run in the ninth. Those are the only two runs. So it's uh, uh, I, the game actually settled down, but it just didn't feel that way because we were so nervous that a three-run shot could get hit at any moment with any fly ball. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chapman comes in and lets off what he thinks is going to be a home run, but is caught. Then, then uh, base, base hit or walk, walk. Double play ball, but he thought there was only one out, so he just lobbed it to second. You didn't he, like that throw to second? You didn't think that was a good throw? No, he thought there were two outs. So he just Did he, he thought, say that? Yeah, I thought it was just a pitcher throw. Romine asked him when after, like, you know, there was do you think there was one out? And then he nods and then Romine like laughs in his face. I actually posted it as the gift for this episode. I think I think uh I think Chapman was playing it cool there. I think he'd ra- I think he'd rather take the I forgot the outs than that's my actual throw to second base. I think uh, he got scared of the throw. Could be. I I, I was happier. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was happier with the lob than if he fired it to Glaber. The scariest moment of this series was in game two when Zach Britton cocked and fired to first base. Why did he do that? Why do you- I thought that ball was going to Michigan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. Um, Hap's bad, man, but every starting pitcher was bad. 
So is it all null and void, or is everyone bad? I have no idea, because every starting pitcher was bad for both teams. I'll, uh, I'll say this, because people, people started coming at us like, how, how, how are these guys going to defend Happer this time? And it's like, well... Hap's been so bad this season, I haven't defended him. Yeah, Hap, Hap hasn't been good. He's been, he's been closer to Hap than you'd think after the first three starts, but still not good, and we still don't trust him. Um, doing anything off of this series is unfair. Are you going to measure Mingo and CeCe that way? I don't think you are. And, Jim, the other big factor here, which I'm, I'm going to tie this all together, with, again, there were eyes on Boston this series, Jim, they lined up the rotation out of the All-Star break for this Boston series. Tanaka and Paxton. Yeah, I agree with that. So when, when we say that they had eyes on this series on Sunday when they had be- already defeated the Rockies, they had eyes on this series from the start of the All-Star break. Um, I, this, it's not a coincidence, people, that they lined up Tank, who's been our most solid starter this year, and Paxton, who had the great performance against Boston, to start the first two games of this series. So it's a little column A, a little column B. Um, you, you, <laughs> you should not be happy about it. We're not saying that. But let's not really sink our teeth into what we saw this series because there was a 14-12 game, which no matter who you brought into the game, minus Tommy tight pants, it didn't matter. Yeah, I had someone come in and... People are so angry, like, anyone that says we don't need pitching, who? Who's saying that? Find me one person. <laughs> find me one person that's saying that. He's like, the people on the radio. I'm like, who are you talking about? Radio callers? That doesn't count. That's like saying, check out these YouTube commenters. This is what I said. Mine is my YouTube commenters. My YouTube commenters. Yikes, are, my YouTube commenters are nice. Like, who's saying? Everyone knows we need starting pitching. Everyone. You just Everyone's just shouting the same thing at each other angrily. You know, we need Guaranteed. starting pitching. Yeah, we all know it. Why are you getting so yeah. fired up? We all know it. They're going to do it. Go go listen to Sharp Stats. There's some good tidbits in there. Oh, yeah, there is. I think that was a really good episode. Um, anyway, so half's bad. Nestor's awesome. Gets called back up due to the injury and stuff like that. <laughs> it's great. Um, great move because Holder couldn't do that. It's, that was a good, smart move. Love Nestor. Big fan. I sent him, yeah. uh, you know, after... After the game today, I actually sent uh, Nestor's brother um, uh, a text message. You sent Nestor's brother a text. What's Nestor's brother's name again? Charlie. Charlie Cortez. Yeah, he goes by CC, which is confusing for Nestor. So, and what did you? Why didn't you read it for the people? Yeah, let me pull it up. Let me pull it up because this is kind of embarrassing. Yeah. So after the game yeah. today, I said, uh, "Yo, dude." I always love pudgy pitchers who change their delivery and kind of have round noses. And your brother fits every peg. Do you think he'd kiss me if I asked nicely? And And, uh, Charlie responded. He's like, this is worse than Jake's text to Hicks. He sent that around to all the fans. Charlie and Joe <laughs> yeah. talk? Yeah, they all talk. They sent yours all around. Damn. They were embarrassed. I thought when you were talking about pudgy pitchers that change their delivery every time, I thought you were, you were talking about Poppy Patron over here. You playing wiffle ball? With a round nose? You described me. Yeah. 
And? Thanks, Charlie. Thanks for listening, Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. So, locker room's a buzz. You know who else? Chad's twin brother, Chase. Yeah. Embarrassed for you. No, that's not true. Chase DM'd me. Yo, just Chase saw. DM'd me. Yeah. What did he tell you? Just saw the text Jake sent to Joe. That's embarrassing. All the brothers are talking about. It. All the brothers have a group chat. Dude, the Yankee Bros. Chase Green DM'd me, yeah. and he said, "Yo, what's John Boy's deal?" Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. He was. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right. Maybe we'll go to awards. 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 Jim. Awards are brought to us by somebody. Major Gaming. Major Gaming still bringing us awards? Yeah, dude. Uh, Ma- Major Gaming, they, uh, they are the best. Again, if you, if you know that the positions that speak to me are third base and center field, you know Major Gaming at this point. Um, they're gamers, brah. You, you play any games? Jim, what was the game you were talking about today? Paper Toss? Paper Toss. That's a, that's a game on your phone. If you've ever played Paper Toss, if you've ever played, what was the runner game? What was, what was the? Temple Run, your favorite. Temple Run, not my favorite game. If you've ever played any game ever, um, you're into gaming. And I know we have a lot of gamer listeners that have already started checking them out. So thank you. Mazer Gaming, they're a big fan of us. Call of Duty, Fortnite, all of the big ones. Um, go check out their website, mazer.gg. Good game. Um, some different theories around that too. Um, they're good guys. They liked our vibe. GG. We like their vibe and they're giving away two Yankees tickets up to a hundred dollars. All you have to do, follow them on Twitter, uh, retweet our post. Uh, you get two tickets to the game of your choice, a Mazer Jersey, and you just have to follow them. Um, they're awesome. Please go check them out and, uh, go play, play paper toss if you want. GG. GG. Did we already talk about game three? I would love to tell Buckshow Walter about Mazer Gaming. You were supposed to go to awards, but we didn't. Well, okay, we'll move on. All right, awards. We talked about it. What are you saying? Uh, there's so much. There's something we didn't talk about. I'll, I'll bring it up later. Uh, awards, okay. Jake. The first award we do here on Talking Yanks is. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. Pride, pride, pride of the Yankees. And since today is Wednesday and I uh, would never mix faith and work. You're a heathen. You're a second half go, heathen. I get to go first. And my pride of the Yankees is Aaron Hicks. Wow. Hot take. Aaron Hicks. There's another guy out there that had better numbers. Aaron Hicks did two of the most clutch things you can do on a baseball field. I mean, a go-ahead home run in the bottom of the ninth inning with two outs. Or was it a tying home run? It was a go-ahead. Go ahead. I mean, that's, as, that's one of the more clutch things you can do. And then a game-ending Diving catch. It's the, mo- it's the most clutch two plays, and he did them in the same game. He made Jake so emotional, Jake te- sent a text to Joe Hicks. Yeah, and I mean, I, I sent a picture text to Aaron. Um, he lived out my dream, Jim. He lived out my lifelong dream. 
Yeah. Uh, he got a lot of crap last year for not being clutch. Yeah. Which I think was warranted. I think in big moments he kind of didn't. The, stat, the stats were there. It's yeah. not the discussion. I think this is a couple now, a handful of times this season where he's come through. And it's very fun to have that be the storyline now. Hicks is coming through clutch. And the fact it was righty Hicks. Now that's my memory of righty Hicks, that home run. All my past memories of righty Hicks weren't great. And it's, man, you talk about, you know, Jim, a quote I've been working on is 90% of this game is half mental. Mm-hmm. That makes um, sense. If you're, I mean, Hicks is in a power play right now. If you're a lefty pitcher and you see righty Hicks in a clutch spot right now, you know his history. If you see lefty Hicks, you know that's kind of what's considered his better side. Um Hicks is winning the mental game right now, and I, I think a point goes to the analytics team because his uh his clutch stats were in a bad place, and as they'll tell you over time, those should balance out a little more. Uh he has been absolutely incredible. I'm uh I'm not gonna read the messages again. Um I I mean it it's my dream. He Aaron Hicks lived out my actual dream on Tuesday night. Good for him. Yeah, man. Not a lot of people can live out your dream. What do no. you think he's more excited about? Being able to live out your dream or all the good plays and the wins? Uh, I'll message Joe. I don't know. Yeah, give him a call. Who is your pride of the Yankees? Jimmy, there are three legit candidates. Yep. There's one that should be the pick, but part of me doesn't feel he's the pick, but part of me really thinks he's the pick. I'll, I won't dance. God damn it. I guess we have other rewards for a reason. I'll give it to Didi, man. He went nuts. Yeah. Um, he, he went nuts, Jim. Eight for ten. Um, he, uh, he had ten RBIs, Jim. Ten RBIs. Jim, that's he crazy. Sat I mean, out. That's the, what did what did Cone say? He got a month worth of RBIs in a game. He sat out game one. He just <laughs> pinch ran late. In two games, he had ten RBIs and eight hits. Um, I I mean he was incredible, Jim. And I there's a lot of moments. Well, in a fourteen to twelve game, there's a lot of moments that you could look back and say, if that doesn't happen, that doesn't happen. Jimmy, 8-2 game in the fourth inning of the 14-12 affair. Um, in that fifth inning, the Yanks had missed uh, a couple runner, runners left on base opportunities. Didi hits the three-run homer there to make it 8-5. I mean, if you, don't, if you don't get that initial jump early, I mean, the game can get even more out of hand. The Twins scored that inning. It would have been 9-2. Um, so that was huge. He has the go-ahead double to make it 10-9. Um, the diving I, stop I mean, in the what, ninth. What's that? Did you talk about the diving stop? I have not. Let's talk about it. The flip to Glaber. That was a really good play. The flip was rather not great, but the stop was fantastic. Didi will tell you that was not a good play, Jim. Yeah. Yeah, he could have got the double play if the flip was better, which is true. Yeah. But it was still a great play. Um, so that that was great. And then he yeah, man, he just comes out today and he he does the damn thing again, three for five three RBIs, uh, triple, double, 
He uh he looks great, man, and I uh I I think I mentioned to you before the first game of the series, Jim. I said it would be pretty nice if Didi got it going heading into Boston this weekend, and he did a lot more than just get it going. Um, so I'll uh, I I will give it to Didi. All right, next up we do our you Yankee motherfucker, MFR Yankee motherfucker, MFR. Yeah. Now. It's a lot of decent options. Right. I'm giving my Yankee motherfucker to Domingo Herman. Okay. And the reason I'm soloing him out out of the three, Hap, Hap's not a playoff pitcher for us this season. It's just not yeah. happening. I unless Something crazy would have to happen. He'd have to get hot. He'd have to get real hot, because right now I don't trust him at all. CeCe, he's a good fifth. He's been good. I mean, if you try to argue that, you're wrong. CeCe's been good. Like 23 starts, 15 of them less than three earned runs. And I think a couple of those are four earned runs, which aren't, you don't write home about them, but they don't lose you games. Right. Not with this offense. CeCe's been good. This was a bad game. Done what's been asked. Done what's been asked. Domingo Herman, I want to fully buy in. Because if I can fully buy in, I'm ready to send him to the playoffs. I'm ready to say, well, Herman's got that spot locked up. And this is a huge step back for me because he looked horrible. So he was the one guy going into this series where you're like, well, we got Herman game two. He'll give us an outing. And it's the very opposite. So that was the bad starting pitching performance that bit me the hardest. Where I was like, yeah. oh, I thought you were going to be the guy who does good. So that's why he's my motherfucker. His bad outing stung more than CeCe and Hap for me. Yeah, it, it was it was weird because uh, I know everyone wants to do the London vibes thing. Um, Herman looked uncomfortable on the mound, um, which I think that was the one of the bigger factors in London. He he didn't have his fastball all day, um, so so they just didn't. I mean, they didn't have to worry about that at all, and everything that was happening with the stadium and the the fly balls being home runs, he was screwed. I don't know, Jim. I've been higher than you on Domingo this year. I think there's a chance that a couple weeks from now, if Domingo puts together a couple starts, we're going to say, okay, Domingo's bad starts this year were the three hip games and the Minnesota series where things were just straight chaos, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's... And I and I know, and I We're mean, one bad start out, away from the hip thing is not real anymore, right? But I mean, you're you're with me that there's very there's a very good chance that these Minnesota, you can look at these Minnesota games as borderline null and void. I agree with that, but Mingo looked like actually like Hap looked better than Mingo. Yeah, Hap. Hap kind of got screwed because he was getting squeezed a little bit today. And if, if Hap is going to get squeezed in that environment, I mean, <laughs> stop the fight. They're all bad. But yeah, Mingo, uh, Mingo's performance uh, bit me the worst. It was, it, was the, it was like, fuck, come on. So he bit my you the worst. Who's yours? Some jumped up and bet me. Um, Jim, I think I'm going to hot route a little bit. Wow. Um. Like you mentioned, we we kind of touched on CC and Hap a little bit. Jim, I think I'm going to Raldis Chapman, man. Wow. Um, 
Chappie is in a little bit of a rough stretch right now. Um, and luckily he can't, he came back tonight and he looks solid. Jim, I mean, that game Tuesday, we haven't seen that Araldis Chapman since, what was it, the end of, tw- the end of August 2017 when he got taken out of the closer role? No, no, no. Last year he had a game where he walked the bases loaded then walked in the tying run. Like He has these games sporadically. He has these games, Jim, but this was in a stretch of games where he hasn't been around this Chapman. Like that game last year, um, I mean, I'd have to check, but I, I feel like he bounced back. We are now, um, I mean, in, in his last... So he had the Tampa Bay game, the Darno pitch, which was pitch selection. Um, and then there was one of the Tampa Bay games before the break. He gave up two earned runs. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. We've just, uh, I think at the end of June, his ERA was one three six, um, which is incredible. And it's tough to measure anything that, that way. Um, after the 14-12 the affair, his ERA was up to two five six. Um, and it was just, uh, I mean, it was tough to watch and, and I mean, it does happen. Um, hopefully he locks it in. He's out of Minnesota and we can, we can look back at these games and laugh, but, uh, seeing Chapman like that sucked. Um, you not, not going to excuse happen CC cause they could have easily gotten it. But, uh, my, my heart hurt for a while and it's, it's mostly due to Chappie than the other two. What do you think about Boone's decision to not uh, replace him? Now, let me say this. Replacing your closer in a regular season game doesn't really happen. Right. It's kind of this unwritten baseball code that that's your guy. And even as bad as he looks, in the history of baseball, you'd almost rather lose with him on the mound then send an unwavering message of confidence towards him by removing him. I don't know why. Uh, I kind of get it, but I would have rather like bring someone in. I don't think Ottavino is the guy to bring in once the bases are loaded, and I think that's why that's part of the reason he didn't. Like that's why Otto came out when the bases were loaded. Uh, but yeah, that is something in baseball. You don't take the ball away from your closer. You'd rather lose with your closer out there than take him off the mound and, uh, you know, do that to him, which is weird. But so like when there's one point where it looked like someone asked Boone in the dugout and he just said, nah, nah. He's yeah. Like, Jimmy, you don't do it's, that. It's a quick, it's a quick pros and cons list. If you, if you take him out and Adovino blows it, it's lose, lose. It's why'd you take out your best reliever and, oh, you don't have, and it's a news story. You don't have confidence in him. If you, if you, if he holds it, now is, it's still a news story because you still took him out. If you leave Chapman in, you either, he holds it or he doesn't, and it's not a news story. So there's, there's more negatives if you just take him out and make it a thing. So I, I'm fine with leaving him. Yep. And it was his mess anyway. So. He is your motherfucker, and he was terrible, but credit to him for once that first out got made, not allowing any more runs. And again, we, uh, I, I said show the start of game one about what confidence and momentum is in baseball. Show them Araldis Chapman's first three hitters faced, and then show them what happened after he threw a couple strikes and got an out. Yeah, yeah. 
All right. Regular old awards. Rawr. I have a weird one. Okay. It's the Just a Guy Award. The Just a Guy Award. Um, you'd like lean Romine. Um, you would lean Romine, freak. You'd, you'd lean Romine. Um, I mean, potentially LeMayhew. Um, I, I, I don't know, Jim. Who you got, buddy? Gio Urshela. Dude. So here's my thought process. The whole first okay. half, we were waiting to go back into Pumpkin World. Right. He's not real. It's a fluke. I realized during this series that he's just a guy on the team. And I think he will be for the rest. Like, he's earned his spot, and he's not really losing it, and I don't fear him losing it anymore. Like, Gio Rochelle is a guy that just he's part of this team. You know what I mean? And, like, for a while, I was like, well, he might not even be on the second half. Since since July, in the month of July, Jake, 275 batting average, 315 on base percentage, 923 OPS. Pretty good numbers. Yeah, on on base percentage can be a bit higher, but pretty good numbers and still doing it with the glove. Turned a double play for us that doesn't get turned last year. Um, But more, I was just like, he's cemented himself into this team and whatever his role is, come off the bench, play, start, play third. I'm not really worried about Geo anymore at all. It hasn't been really a thought. Like, can this last? Is this real? Remember, it used to freak me out anytime he did something. I was like, what is this? Yeah. How is this happening? That's worn off to where he's just a guy. Well, he's God. Geo the God. But uh, just yeah, a guy on the team. Actually, he's the... He's the opposite of just a guy, so maybe one of the worst awards given out ever. No, it's kind of the juxtaposition. Oh, I ju- I gave just the guy award to God. Like, what if God was one of us? Right, just a third baseman on the bus, but... trying to make his bus? way to the pros. You think Gio's getting sent down Triple A? He's on the bus. No, no, they're riding a bus to the airport right now before they fly to Boston. Keep up. Um, he was meeting a family friend in Minnesota, so he took an Uber XL and met them there. I mean, it, at least at least know what the Yankees are doing. Wow. Charlie didn't tell me about that. Get got. Well, maybe, well, I already told you what Charlie thinks about you. Um, okay. That's a, that's a nice award, Jim. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. You're so kind, and I like you. Ooh, okay. Hostile. Um, those, those nice words. Who's your first award if you don't got any thoughts on Gio? Jim. I love Gio Urshela. I mean, I do I need to do my center field third base thing? He's He's been great. I got, I got nervous a couple weeks ago because he was sneaking under 300 for the first time this year, and that's a whole mental thing. He, he's been solid, man. He... He's got four homers this month. I think that was the thing that was scary. When he first came up and was hot, he was kind of doing it Romine style. Like he was just slapping balls the other way and they were dropping. He's got like a power swing now. Like he knows what he's doing up there. Um, Get a home run this series. And I think on the ESPN broadcast, I think Rossi was talking and he said that like Urshela put on a show in batting practice. So I think he's just, he's confident. He's belonged. 
and Jim, I mean, I, I think he's he might tie in with my uh, my next award. Um, yeah. What are you giving Canely? Which I'm I'm giving the the Tony Gwynn Award. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. No strikeouts. DJ LeMahieu. Uh, no. Tony Gwynn, just win Tommy Canely. Okay, you're, you've got some things going on. Um, you just when when Tony Gwynn is mentioned, you just you just see be- baseball people go, oh man, what what a hitter! Yeah. Fat man can hit. Um, Jeez. no, people say that, and that's fine. Um, I, I don't know why you have to make it a thing. Um, Jimmy, if you watch this baseball series. And you were a big baseball fan, but you were you were like frozen in time, and you didn't know who was on the team, and you were just watching, but you still knew baseball. Mike Talkman had some of the best at bats you will see in a baseball season. Um, unbelievable, unbelievable. We we aren't know how I mentioned Aaron Hicks lived out my dream. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do either of those things if Mike Talkman goes down to one of the tougher left-handed pitchers in this league. Um, down in the count, one, two. After a terrible call in this crazy game, he nuts up and has an amazing at-bat. And Jim, you're talking about guys belonging? Mike Talkman is now hitting 275 with a 363 on base percentage. 275. 363. His OPS is 863. What do you think is going to happen? Good time to have this conversation. Cameron Maben's on his way back. He's got no options. Mike Talkman is hitting out of his skull. And not like you said, he's got a, a multi-field approach. He had a triple today. He hits a bloop hustle double. He's hitting singles. He can hit a home run. Uh, he's just seeing the ball really well, play all three defensive outfield spots. Cameron Maven was doing the same thing for us. What do you think they do? Jimmy, I uh, we, we talked about this on Sharp Stats. It doesn't make sense to trade him because he has options, and he's the perfect guy. He can play all three outfield positions, and he's played great. Um, Jim, I think uh, not to go Thrones on you, but uh, and Mikey T, the biggest Thrones fan on the team, I think it's kind of a, for now, my watch has ended. I, I think I think this team, and we've heard CC talk about it for a while, that there is genuinely a culture of, like, let's win the World Series. And I think, like, we talked about, we've joked about how Mike Talkman, when he first came up, he didn't have friends on the team and stuff. Now he's on R2C2. He's screaming after he, he has his big hit today. The guys on the team like him. I think he understands if Cameron Maben comes up and I've got to go to AAA for a month and I'll be back in September, I will see you boys then. Um, he, he feels a part of it. He's put in a lot of work to get to this point. And if that's what he has to do, I think he's I think he's mentally like at grips with that. You know, the gardeners go into the DL and and then that just uh, that just evens it out because Gardner didn't play any in this series, didn't play the last game of the Rocky series four in a row. Ten day DL 
might just say, might just prolong this and give Gardner rest. He's always ground down. Um, I think they might do that. Uh, they might. It probably depends on how Brett Gardner's feeling. And, it, I mean, when does Cameron Mabin come back? Um, because he's, I mean, he's still rehabbing, you know? Um, so it would it Mabin would can be ready in like three games, though. Right, but it, I mean, if you're IL and Guardy tomorrow, I I don't think Cameron Maben's getting the call. It, it would be like Clint. Yeah, but I I mean, I would just I'm saying they can do that when they need to do that. Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like they would have done it already. I, I saw James James Smythe was tweeting it out. Uh, Guardy said he could play today. Guardy's always going to say that, though. I think he I think the only reason he's not on the IL is for this Boston series. Um, I, I think Gardy must have been adamant that he wanted to be on the team for this Boston series. And, um, I, hey, Mike Talkman's playing incredible. So, yeah, sit out a couple ga- days, Gardy. Get that knee right. When we need you, we need you. Um, talk- Talkman was insane, Jim. Not, not like, good. Um, I mean, his stats this series, 538 batting average. He was 7 for 13, 4 RBIs, 5 runs. He was great. I mean, Talkman arguably has, if Guardy was healthy, Talkman arguably earned the right to play these games. Yeah, yeah. My thought is that they could, if, if Guardy's banged up at all, they can, it'd be like half a phantom DL and say, Guardy, we're going to give you, going to give you another week of rest. Let Cameron and Talkie ride the hot hand and then come back. They always wear him down. So. Might be a way to not like a like a CC going to the IL to get his knee fixed. It's like take a breather, Guardy. Yeah, I just don't think the timelines line up. I'm talking about a phantom DL stint, so it's like it's whenever they want it to do it. Right, but it's already a story that Guardy's not playing. If Guardy goes eight days without playing, and and. Cameron Mabin's ready then they're gonna say well why don't we have another body on the team ready to play if we 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 had a two-man bench this whole time like they they're not gonna do that yeah but they have had a two-man bench they didn't even pinch run Gardner in like a pinch running spot right they they threw in Didi who's not a great base runner but he's athletic um and that was that was earlier into the injury I I think Gardy said I'm playing in Boston I'll see I'll see you bitches there I agree with that. I think we're on a different page where I think Gardner could play is healthy enough to play. You don't think he is. I do think he is. Oh, yeah, same. That's what I'm saying. We're on the same page. Yep. But I just think that if they wanted to give him a breather and then let Taki ride out his hot hand, it's a possibility. I don't think so. That's where we disagree. I think it's a possibility. I don't think it's likely. I think... Talkman will get okay. sent down is the likely. Who's thing. your next award? My next award is the Thin Man Award. The Thin Man. Wow. Good for you, Mingo. Thin Man. Why thin would Mingo? Man. Why would Mingo get it? I mean, some people literally call him that. Yeah, that would be too obvious. Right, 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 right. Tommy Canely. Wow. Thinned out was our best pitcher this series. Easily. Easily. Easily our best pitcher. 2.1 innings, no earned runs, 4Ks. 
easily our best pitcher. Jake, he's having a really good season. Yeah. In the month of July, Tommy Canely now has 8.2 innings pitched with zero earned runs in eight games. Hasn't allowed an earned run in the month of July. Two outings this series. His changeup looks nasty. Um, 2.75 ERA on the season if you're into reliever ERA. I'm not, but I'll give it to you. He had a he had, like his uh, his June he faltered a little bit, and people were like, "Uh oh, uh, what's going to happen here?" He had one game where he allowed four hundred runs. He had a uh, he had an eight ERA in twelve games, really because of one game. Uh, but but he's been great. I've been really good, and he was he was one of the only pitchers that did well this series. So I just wanted to highlight him, highlight his season so far, and the fact that he was like, hey, I was I was pretty fat last year, had a lot of Red Bulls, didn't really take care of myself at all, and I think that was probably, probably part of the problem. So I'm oh, glad you figured that one out. Jimmy, uh, as I started the show with, two pitchers this series pitched an inning or more and did not give up an earned run, and it's Jonathan Holder and Tommy Canley in very different scenarios. Um, Jim, I, I'm, I'm, I'll give myself a late pat on, pat on the bum. I, I tried telling people before the season, like if Canley gets going, Canley's last year was so bad that people washed out how important he was in 2017. Um, he, he did have a tough month, and all of us were like, yo, <laughs> not now, Tommy. Um, but, I mean... He redeemed himself this series, and I mean, when that changeup is right, it's um, it's it seems unfair. It's nuts. It's uh. So thanks, Tommy, wow. for thinning out. Thanks, Tom. What's your uh, last and final award? Um, I am giving the All for Fun Award. Wow! You want me to do a, the letter four, or you want to spell it out? Do the number four. I would do the number four instead of the letter four. Yeah, that's smart. Jake used to work at All for Fun, right? I did. So Jake used to work at All for Fun, which was they uh, sold or rented out bounce houses. Yep. So bounce house, Jake's old job. Um, he had to go to the bathroom in neighbors' houses or customers' houses a lot. Um, shit the bed, shit the pants. Um, what are you talking fun. about currently? What's that? What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out your award. I think it's about shit right. in other people's houses. I mean, you were on a good connect the dot, and then you went down the worst connect the dot. Okay, bounce house, all for fun. I'm gonna go Glaber Torres. It's a good guess, Jim. Um, the one missing connect the dot you're missing is that when I worked for All for Fun, one of the leaders in Connecticut for party supplies um, did did great work at that job. Jim, there was one thing that you didn't want to deliver or pick up is the big kahuna. It was this water slide that was out of control, and we mentioned it. The Slide King, Edwin Encarnacion. Um, a, well... I'm Googling did you, the... Big, did you I'm, like, Googling the yeah, I'm Googling Big Kahuna Bounce House. Did you like his 
his uh his catching moment this series? His catching moment? Oh so yeah, yeah, when, when Gary he had the got... catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. That that's always a good time. But uh Edwin, man, he's uh he's the slide king. He had the he had the funky one where he rolled onto his back in one of the games, and then he had the the one tonight where they called him out initially and they appealed it. Um, old man Edwin uh, getting it done on the base paths because, of course, he is. Um, and Jim, dude, he raked this series, and he's he's raked since the All-Star break when a lot of people were ready to write off old man Edwin. Um, so... I uh, I want to talk about him and dude I missed out Jim I'm so mad when Nelson Cruz hit that home run because he's like four behind Edwin for the most home runs this decade so they're having like an old man homer off to see who can be the champ this decade I was like oh Nelson's Nelson homered Edwin has to didn't tweet it like a human idiot he does later um Edwin man just taking professional at bats 36 years old wants to go out and catch between innings sometimes. Um, so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm happy with the, the pinstripe parrot um, doing good things. Did you like that they um, got an actual parrot for him? I think I do, Jim. I think I do. It's kind of fun. I like that the young guys are excited about it and that the old guys totally aren't. Yeah. Glaber's funny, man. Shaved his mustache middle of the game. Yeah, how about that? He's good. He's cute. He's a cute kid. Cute kid. So is my what, nephew. Um, Jim, there's a lot of guys we like still haven't talked about that I need to. I think we need to hit quick. Yeah, Judge had six hits. Casual. Yeah, six hits, three walks, 563 on base percentages, three games. DJ LeMayu, four hits and sat a game. Uh, yep. Didi we talked about. Gary, we kind of talked about a uh, terrible slump, hitting the bad luck. Is it hurt now? So get healthy. Voight had three hits, uh, home run. So we're happy with that. Dude, Voight is the king of having a series that you're like, yeah, I think I think Voight was all right. And then you look at the stats and you're like, what, dude? You had another great series? Gio Urshela and uh, Mikey T. Austin Romine, yeah. two hits in uh, four at-bats. So how about that? Yeah, I mean they they didn't even know. Um, good most stuff. Ups, man. The most upsetting people were Britain, Chapman, and Adovino. Yeah, and Britain Britain made sense. I'm sure he could have gotten the Keep Britain Regular Award from you because, uh, yeah. What what tell the people your stat, Jim? Uh, I forget it, but in in games in three days rest or more. I think he's pitched in seven games on three days rest this season or more, and he's allowed eight earned runs. He has like a terrible ERA. Yeah. Um, we looked it up at one point. Like in, in his good season, he didn't pitch on uh, – he pitched a lot. Keep him regular. Yeah. Sinker baller. It's a r- routine. Like that pitch was a yeah. meatball. One of the bigger meatballs you'll see, and he was actually kind of solid the rest of the inning, which is a little more frustrating. He was staring at the runner, too, and I think the runner got in his head. You like big uh, meatballs? My mom makes bigger meatballs than uh, most other places where I've gone and eaten meatballs. And so I've grown up. Like, if I go somewhere and you give me a tiny little meatball, I'm like, what the fuck's this? Give me, give me a, a tennis ball-sized meatball. Well, it depends. I mean, are we talking appetizers? That's a tiny size meatball. That's bullshit. That's a tiny size meatball. So you 
you go into place, you see a tiny appetizer meatball, you're not having a good time? Because I think you're having too much of a good time. Oh, I don't eat the tiny meatballs. Really? I'm not a meatballs and appetizer guy. That's a meal, man. Or a sandwich. Oh, that's a mistake. That's a mistake. So you like Um, tiny meatballs. I don't. Oh, I like all meatballs. You think I... Have you seen me? Yeah, I know it's your it's your old nickname, Jakey Meatballs. Or the human if meatball. You, uh, if humans had to be classified as food, like on your ID card when you get your license, it's like, okay, height, weight, here's your license number, and what kind of food are you as a human? I would be a meatball. Yeah, that's given. Um, my mom makes some some sweet meatballs. Holy smokes. Nice. I used to mess around and make a ton of different meatballs. Holy smokes. Jim, Boston yeah. series coming up. Do you have any thoughts? Tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be a wild day for me. I, I think uh, HBO's coming to my house. So that's wild, guys. How about that? Hello. What so, time? Dude, I don't, I, it hasn't really been confirmed, but if they may be showing up for the pregame show and then staying through the game, which is... Hey, the pregame show is now available on the iTunes app and Spotify. Yeah. So go to, if you if you are, haven't checked out the pregame show because you listen to podcasts and not uh, YouTube videos, well, now you can go check it out. We actually, uh, a lot of people were excited. We got a good amount of downloads for day one, barely even promoted it. So uh, pregame show is a lot of fun. Gets pretty loopy, gets pretty zany. It's like 20 minutes of fun. So yeah, they said they're going to come. I, I don't know, Jake. The, they might be here. I mean, they, they might be in my house from like three to fucking midnight. It's a Red Sox game. Well, I mean, I, I've got to mentally prep myself. I mean, there could be video of me through a computer on HBO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I drew a, a Sharpie mustache on my screen, so you just always look mustache Jim, you get... I'll give you the probable starters in the upcoming series, and you give me one-word reactions, all right? Okay. Tanaka Porcello. Good game. Tight. Close game. Not one word. Close. Um... Paxton Kashner. Bad game. Okay, two words Yan- again. Y- Yankees, get, Yankees got it. Okay, three words, even better. Uh, Sabathia Erod. Lefties. Nailed it, huge. Um, Sunday, Herman Sale. Scary. Okay. Big series. I mean, not really. Uh, I think we have the division like kind of locked up and we can go two for two and I'm fine. Yeah. My, my head jumped to like a big spin zone and I, it feels like it's Yankee blinders on. I mean, Yankees with a split are like yup all day. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'd like to win the series. I'd like to sweep right. the series. Cause then there's like no questions asked, but what are they? 10 games back. Uh, something like that. Third in the East, right? So if, if, the, if we don't allow them to gain a game, I'm golden. Yeah, exact. 11 games back, Jim. Yeah. So just, I, I, listen, I'm not, I'm not going out there saying like, Hey, let's just split it. Just don't lose the series. And I'm pretty fine with that. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, the pressure is squarely on them at Fenway right before the all-star break. Um, right before I, the all-star break. Right before the trade deadline, Jim. Excuse wow. me. Wow. Wow. You never made an error. That's my bad. Error free. Guy can't say a year right comes at me for the all-star break reference. Um, go Yanks. 
Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.